Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Thank you guys for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about shadow work. I have Kate Juarez here with me. Hi Kate, how are you? Hello, how are you? I'm okay, thank you for asking. Some of the things that I've noticed when people are waking up spiritually is the shadow work. Like immediately you're going from being spiritually awoken to facing the demons that come with your ego and come with yourself and it's a lot of digging into yourself therefore you're going through this phase where you're kind of depressed like you woke up and you find out that there's so much more than life than what it is and then you automatically go into that depression you go automatically into cutting friendships and cutting certain family members because you feel that at that point they're toxic they're not they're not um, a reflection of what you want in your life. Very essential to the spirituality, but also it's a must. Like you, There's no avoiding it. There's no way that you couldn't hide from it. The more you avoid it, the more it becomes an issue. And then becomes more like something within you that is just like uh, so unbearable. And then you transfer it into like all the energy that you're giving out to all the people around you. And it's just an unhealthy balance for everyone. Right. Causing more harm, causing more um, trauma, causing more scenarios that should not happen. And it's because you're not your authentic self. So the things that I that I love to do when I am going through a phase in my spirituality is doing my research. How I start anything in any process, I do my research and I look up where and how because my mind is kind of very technical um it's very like i need to see the logic before i fully grasp onto the actual concept so i found out that shadow work was actually not always called shadow work it was called shadow self and this was because of carl jung he was a psychiatrist that focused on obviously the the human mind and addressing certain personality traits that we had or certain traumas that we had and he actually has this this model that is called Jung's model of psyche I would recommend that you look through it and see a visual of what I'm talking about it divides the human mind into two different polarities so it's the conscious and the non-conscious and what we're conscious about is our personality. What we're conscious about is our ego. But we're not always conscious of the shadow. And we're not always conscious of the anima. This shadow grew as a child. So it was like things that you dealt with in, in your inner child. And then if it didn't get resolved, it just that shadow just started growing. You had to uncover all the things that were hidden in your childhood and pretty much dissect everything that happened in order for you to move forward and act upon your truest self, your authentic self. Without that, like, I feel like if you wouldn't be able to look in deep within yourself, then you wouldn't really know who you truly are. Because then at the end of the day, like you're showing all these faces to all your groups, 
like for example you're showing a, a different face for each of your probably your your parents let's say your siblings or even um your your colleagues or someone who you work with and every personality that you choose to put up a front um the things that get neglected you are hiding from yourself at the end of the day your 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 ego is trying to like not accept it and hide it from you because that's not the best persona for you to put out for yourself and for others so it's like it's trying to hide you so that way you're not like getting shamed by others at the end of the day in order to protect yourself you're you're hiding like those vulnerable parts of your of yourself so you you don't really you don't really get to see it anymore it just hides forever until you like unbottle it and that's funny that you say because sometimes i do feel that certain people act a certain way around others and that's just their level of comfort you know how comfortable you are being able to express who you really are in your authentic self and then shying away your your flaws or a certain trait of you because you feel like it's gonna affect someone else or it's gonna you feeling like that's not acceptable young was able to bring a lot of the psychological aspects of the shadow work so he was able to pinpoint certain attributes or certain um, traits that you had in your personality to what it was in your childhood that was causing these traits or these flaws in you on your personality so it was a lot of digging into like your inner child and i feel like that's most mostly where all the trauma hides you know because when you're a child you really don't understand what's going on around you so you truly just base it off of like what your parents say or like what the grown-ups around you are doing or maybe even your older siblings the example they're showing you so you truly don't understand the world that you're living in until you're fully an adult and you go back to those stages of life where you're like questioning like huh this was like a weird experience maybe I should look into it or maybe it's triggering something now that you're not completely getting why it's triggering it or why you're feeling like insecure or feeling like like something something's not right so you look back into yourself and you you start remembering these maybe traumatic events that happened within you when within your childhood and most of these events just like make you who you are right now like many people have anxiety have depression and they don't really understand why but it's mostly because of the things that they experience as children so I feel like I could, I could relate with with a lot of that because when I was a child like um I used to live with a well I have a single mom so most of my trauma came from her because she was the only person around and that was my my leader and the person who I looked up to but at the end of the day like she really wasn't showing me the proper way of growing up until I realized when I had my own kids that she she really wasn't the perfect example but uh, it just takes you back to a place where you're like huh maybe that wasn't right of her to teach or maybe there was um like immaturities in her that I didn't see at that moment and now I see right and I feel also that 
well, it could happen in any age. Like it doesn't necessarily have to happen when you're a child. It's just like you said, we, we're influenced by the people around us, right? And the people around us kind of structure you into looking for the acceptance in society. You know, you want to be accepted by society so bad that the first people that we look up to is our parents. And sometimes they have their own things that they, they have to deal with and they have to do the works on. And if they don't do it, then you get stuck trying to do it. And then you inflict that on upon others and it just becomes a mess. Absolutely. Like, I, I feel like I, I understand where you're coming from because um, not only does it impact you, it impacts like maybe your parents, it impacts your children now in the future. Um, it, it impacts your way of life. And it, it's totally something that you really don't understand unless you do the shadow work, unless you really put yourself in, in those dark mindsets where you know you're going to be a little bit upset, depressed, and maybe going through some things that you really don't understand what you're going through and where your mind is taking you. But at the end of the day, it's going to help you heal and it's going to help you become better and it's going to help you, you know, achieve a, a second level where, where you can just become a better you, a better version of you at this future. Your authentic self. Your higher self is your authentic self, who you are without the traumas, who you are without that structure that was put in place because you need to be accepted by society. So once you eliminate the idea that you have to be a certain person for society to accept you and just accept the fact that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. If you're not someone's cup of tea, there's always other tea drinkers, you know, <laughs> there's always other people that, that you could definitely, um, resonate with and, and speak to. And I think like mostly when you're a child and especially if you are in, if you're in school, I think to myself, if you don't like your job, you leave, right? You'll quit or something happens, but you're not there for a long time. If you don't like your coworkers, same thing. You will just pick up your stuff and go or quit or find another job. But when you're a kid and you're dealing with the same classmates, and if it's another classmate inflicting the pain or the trauma, per se, if they're bullying you or they're triggering certain aspects of you, you don't really go away from that. How can you just get up and say, I'm going to quit school, you know, you're a kid, you're going to still be sent to school. So I think it's some of the hardest things that society has implemented in us that we have to be a certain type of person in order to fit society. And the worst that get it are our children. Because sometimes we, we as parents don't think my child's, my child's going to be okay in a public school, but their needs are not being met. You know, their their needs are not just educational, but also emotional. Because I'll give you an example. When I was a child, um, I'm going to say maybe about sixth grade, I was bullied. But it was no way that I could move, you know. It wasn't something that I could say, 
mom, I don't want to go to school anymore. I I don't want to be there. This is happening. That's what's happening. Instead of me moving or instead of like that happening, I changed who I was in order to fit in a lot better. Does that make sense? That's that's where where I say like any trauma could come in any given time. When I was in high school, it was a different story. Like in high school, I was a little bit more of a rebel and I was able to be my authentic self, but I wasn't well liked because of it. You know, so it's like I fully embraced it and it was not what society wanted. I ended up dropping off of school my junior year because of a lot of things that were going on. I was going through in a spiritual awakening. I didn't understand it, but it was society's way of putting me in a mold. I felt so out of place. I felt so out of place with with my peers because spirituality was not a thing back in the day, you know. So the traumas of you, the traumas that you go through, could happen in any time and. It, is suppressed. You suppress who you are. You suppress your your personality. Until recently, I was still suppressing who I really was, even in my job. You know, I didn't want no one to know I was spiritual. I didn't want to not have anybody know that I saw spirits and I spoke to spirits and I got messages from other beings that people don't even believe in. You know, I didn't want to let anybody know. Because I couldn't live with the idea of being rejected by society. That's kind of like facing your demon and facing the shadow self. Where you're just like, well, this is my authentic self. This is who I am. I have been hiding because of this, this, and this. And I'm going to be able to um, heal through this, 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 and that. You know? Me being afraid of my spirituality, at some point I was telling my daughter, like, no, don't tell anybody that that your mom's crazy witch, you know, don't be telling anybody that because you don't know how kids are going to react. And if it's not accepted by society, you don't want your child to go through the same things that you went through as you're crazy, you don't know what you're talking about, you're a witch, you're a devil worshiper, you know, so it's... You don't want to inflict that pain in your children as well. So it's like generational trauma that you're you're going through and le- leading with. And it, it needs to stop with the one that's being fully aware of what's going on. So you're fully aware that there's some sort of block where it blocks you from being your authentic self. Then you have to be able to address it, figure out what's going on. And dissect it into a point where you you know exactly what you need to do moving forward. It's hard to let out your authentic self to everyone. It's just finding the right procedures to do it and moving forward from that. I'm rambling. I know. Okay. So. No, you're not. No, you're you're making great points because like we shouldn't avoid uh, ourselves. We shouldn't we shouldn't avoid the person who who we choose to be like it's so annoying that we have to be like like you said and into this mold of where society wants us to be and we should just be ourselves and we should be comfortable being that way because there's so many there's so many different people in this world like no one's the same there's so many cultures there's so many religions there's so many everything there's nothing that that can make us the same 
we can believe in some of the same things, we can relate to some of the same things, but none of us are exactly the same. We're all going to have the different personas and different beliefs and different characteristics, and, and that's okay. And that's what I teach my kids. Like, it's okay that we're not the same, we're not the same looking, we're not everything will be fine like so long as you respect one another there shouldn't be a change in your personality there shouldn't be a change of why you have to be like a fake person to fit with that group if you feel like you need to be a fake person then that group is not meant for you you need to move on and you need to find the right people and it's just like a way for us to grow is to better ourselves because eventually we're not we're not going to be able to um to show our true identity until until we we accept it within ourselves yeah and and i find that that a lot of people in the spiritual community is waiting for us to see extraterrestrials and be able to see all these extra um, life forms and different types of energies, but we don't even accept each other. So if I was, you know, a higher dimensional being and I was looking at ourselves, I would be like, oh my God, you guys are a joke. You guys can't even accept your own species within the diversity, the diversity that you have as the, the color of your skin for one then the the different walks of life, you can't even accept that. And then you can't even accept someone for being their authentic self because you're already shaming each other, you know? How can I come in and be a green lizard, monkey, whatever, and you you accept who I am? And I mean it's something that we need to we need to consider that we need to be more accepting of each other and we need to understand that we cause others harm by not accepting who they are and their authentic self. Because when we don't accept them, they suppress that emotion. They don't want to. They don't want to act a certain way. They don't want to do certain things. They do feel that you are being not accepting towards their 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 persona or who they are or whatnot. That that affects them as well. So the shadow self does have to be healed. So there's many ways of healing these the shadow self. And like Young used to say, he he would say that the more you fed into the shadow, the bigger it will grow. So it got to a point where you wouldn't even recognize who you authentically are because of the ways that you were doing things and it was like it was almost like this is what you were used to therefore you didn't even know who you really are yeah you could you could heal from those traumas by um you know just letting yourself go back and understand where you need to put in the work you know like for example um, the more you suppress the trauma that you have within you it's just like it's like holding a glass of water that that doesn't it, like, it doesn't change the weight that it has, but the longer that you hold it, the the heavier it gets. So it's like the same thing with your trauma. So the only way that you can heal from it is by letting it go. Eventually, it'll get easier for you. And like one of the things that I can relate to is just like I, I bring a lot with my mom is is something that brings me a lot of trauma. 
so I only had my mother to back me up in certain things and you know like when I was in school like I really didn't have the backup I didn't really have any support to get my feelings understood or and when I would come home sometimes I would even have to take care of her because she wouldn't have food ready and I would be the one having to cook for myself the one that have to clean for myself so like I was growing up at a very young age I wasn't being taken care of as a child. I was being, I was the one taking care of the adult in the relationship, and it was really hard and stressful for me because, um, at that time it was just like I was dealing with things within myself, and on top of that, I had to come home and I relax and have to take care of a grown up who is supposed to be taking care of me at the end of the day, and that that really triggered me into my adulthood because like now I feel like I'm a people pleaser. For that like I feel like I have to um, push myself to make everyone happy around me in order for me to feel accepted because if I feel like I don't put in the work then I feel like oh that person's gonna get upset with me and not want me near them or want me in their life and it's something very hard for me to like express because like um, I feel like I can't no longer get rid of that I feel like I need to just not pass it down, you know? It's something that's gonna grow up with me and just mellow it down a little bit, but not really. Like, it's not it's not really gonna help to try to get rid of it. I, and I think it's, um, it's really nice that you pinpoint certain aspects of you or certain qualities of you because sometimes we don't realize that a lot of things that are, that are, we're depressed about, like you say, you know, you are people pleaser. And then some people don't even realize that they are. And then when they do realize that they are, they don't understand why it happens. So a lot of the negative things or a lot of the negative um, aftermaths that are happening in your life are because of, of some of the traumas that you deal with. It's because of some of the things that, that you're suppressing. For me, I have a ton of anxiety. Like anxiety and me are just like, we should have been best friends, but we're not because that's <laughs> that's not my friend. But um, I have a ton of anxiety and a lot of the time it's because I can't seem to control what's going on around me. And growing up as a child, like I thought that if you controlled what was happening around your world, you were able to be more stable, right? That's kind of the mentality that I grew up with. So in order for me to, to find some sort of stability... I have to kind of have control what is going on. And when I don't, it my anxiety is like on 100. But sometimes finding those suppressed emotions and finding that shadow self is finding out things about yourself that you are not happy with. So certain aspects of your life, if you're not happy with that aspect of your life, then you have to look into what's causing because your world reacts to you. So it's not like you make things or you manifest things. The world is reacting to you. The world is reacting to what you're putting out. So if you're putting out a certain persona or certain um, emotions, what the universe or what your world is going to answer to is just that, the way that you're doing things. So like you said, if, if the case is that you know you're a people pleaser, that can lead into so much more trauma than people taking a lot of advantage of you. So it all depends on how you 
you perceive things and you trace that right back into either some point of your life. And the thing that I have also learned, which is going to throw everybody off <laughs> because um, it kind of threw me off a little bit when I did study a lot of the shadow work and I started doing a lot of shadow work is, yes, a lot of the things that are happening right now to you can also be a product of your childhood, your your teenage years, blah, 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 blah. Your, it could lead all the way into you being in the womb the womb where you feel everything that your mom is feeling or whatever your mom is dealing with. The connection that you have with your mom is insanely powerful. So therefore, whatever she feels, you feel. But there's certain times where you could even still have traumas from your past lives. So that's a whole different story, but definitely we have to address what's going on right now and the the bigger issues. So what I was what I was also reading was that you know the the shamans were also very into the shadow self, but they didn't perceive it as like part of you. They well they did perceive it as part of you, but they they mostly thought that it was like almost like an entity who lives within you. And the more that you neglect it and the more that you um, feel like you need to shun from it, the more powerful it gets. So that's a lot of unpacking to do just on one lifetime. So we have to understand that it's okay that you're dealing with all these traumas and you're dealing with all these unresolved issues. Um, but the point is for you to heal. The point is for you to move forward through things and address certain things. So what I have found is that sometimes when when you're trying to do shadow work, right, and you have no idea where to even start because you think there's so much things that I have to address and so many things that I have to dig into, the best thing that you could do is start writing things down. And the reason why I think writing things down is is kind of the essential thing when it comes to shadow work is because once you start writing down all of what you're feeling and your daily life and the things that you're thinking, you start seeing patterns. So you start seeing this person's name is coming up way too much or these kind of scenarios are coming up way too much and you're only able to see it when it's a physical thing on a piece of paper versus you speaking it. Because sometimes when we speak things, we forget exactly what we're we're talking about or we forget that we mentioned a certain thing. So when you write it down, it's right there in paper. You could highlight all the names. You could highlight all the emotions. And then you could trace right back into what did this person do to me that I, I don't trust or... I always have fear when when they're around or I I always think of this scenario or that scenario or I feel like um, that's going to happen to me when I'm around certain people. So then that's when you, you start looking into what actually happened and start working in third person perspective because if you see yourself going through the whole emotion and the whole experience all over again you're gonna end up in a loop so therefore you have to see yourself as like a third person like okay I dealt with that therefore I see myself as a child dealing with that and how can I heal myself from that and how can I um be able to come right back to the person that I was right before that trauma or right before that scenario happened that completely mold me to a whole different 
or structure me into a whole different way of life or a different persona. Um, So I found that, that writing things down, the other thing that I found was if you're really into doing meditations and doing, um, working with your chakras and being able to balance your chakras out, you're able to find out certain, certain chakras will be out of line a lot more than others. Like for example, mine has a lot to do with my root chakra and I could balance it 24 seven and try to keep it balanced. But it's always the one that I struggle with. I always struggle with my, my root chakra. Um, I never struggle with like the harder ones, which are like the throat chakra and the crown chakra, but I struggle with my root chakra. And that makes a lot of sense because when you think about your root chakra, you think about stability and being able to be confident and being completely rooted and connected with earth. Me, with my anxiety, I don't feel the stability. It's always out of balance and it's always that trauma that's always coming out because of dealt with such a thing I am afraid that there's no type of stability so anything that is triggering to my stability I'm already I'm already on 100 with my anxiety and my root chakra is off balance so that's some some things that you could do um look into your chakras which one is out of balance and which one what pattern do you see in your chakras? Like this one's always out of balance. This one's out of balance. If it was my my throat chakra, obviously I would say that I have a problem with speaking. So I, I was suppressed as a child a lot more. If it's a repeating pattern. Because there will be scenarios in life where your chakras could be off balance because of the scenarios that you're going through. But if you see it way too often, then you got to see, you got to dig into I could definitely relate more to to the part of like journaling because I really don't focus much on my chakras. Maybe I should. Maybe that's a great point to to go and research for myself right now. Um, but journaling definitely does help because you know you you are writing down your inner thoughts and things that might might really just be aching in your soul. And so it just really provides you a way to like vent out when you don't have that that person next to you that you can just speak to and also like you're saying like something that you could see that is repetitive for me when I journal my mother comes a lot in the conversation she is probably one of my biggest red flags in in my journaling because she was the person who I mostly saw during my childhood so she was the one that that created who I am today so when I journal like I really go back into those moments in my life where it's just like wow those those are really tough moments and I was just such a child you know maybe not even a child it it mostly happened during my teenage years where I started realizing how hard life was going to be for me if I didn't change myself and thank goodness that I did because you know now now that I have stability in my life like I feel like a completely different person I feel like I could um spread my wings as you can say you know have more liberty to be myself and to and to choose my right of path and also to like also teach my children that they they can be whoever they want to be and persona they want to create in order to be happy themselves. Right. So finding out different perspectives, like as you grow, you your mentality grows. You know the 
you being open to other perspectives opens your mind up to more realities therefore you're you're seeing yourself in a different manner and you're an endless revolving uh personality trait person you know you you're constantly evolving who you are as a person and for those of you who could hear the rain outside it's raining pretty hard outside there's a thunderstorm so you guys are gonna definitely hear that which is very soothing and i feel like it's very well needed um to wash away all the the thoughts because even as i'm speaking in going over some of the shadow work i'm realizing a lot of the things that are happening and a lot of the things that i'm saying are coming out and i'm just like oh now i gotta work on that <laughs> so um it's always good to to look back at all the traumas and the reason why you kind of want to heal from all of that and you want to be able to um, be your higher self or your authentic self is because you have a healthier relationship with the people around you so like I said, you will not be everybody's cup of tea. But can you imagine that the person that you are sitting with or you are conversating with could completely, you could completely let your guard down and um, put down your walls and then meet you completely and they accept you. You're in a state of euphoria at that point because you're being your authentic self, you're being yourself and there's nobody judging you. So... I love the fact that right now with society and how the technology has evolved, you're able to find a support group for anything and everything. So you're able to get connected with other people that share the same interest as you and share the same ideas as you. So this is a, a very good time in in history for us to start looking for our people, our tribe, like they say, you know, Um and the fact that right now it's all about healing and healing our generational traumas. And I think that it's not a mistake that our generation is the one breaking a whole bunch of the cycles and breaking a lot of the generational traumas. Because like I stated, technology has met up with with that ability to be able to speak to one another and to elevate us to the next level and to bring new perspectives and be able to communicate a lot better. Even though society has not been all there yet, the day that it clicks is going to click and we're going to be able to be better at what we do and who we are because of the technology that we have. Now, science has to meet us halfway, too, because eventually science is going to have a perspective on spirituality. Healing from those shadow, your shadow self can bring you better authentic relationships. So I think it's, it's, um, it's well needed and it, it's the first step and it's a step that you're always going to have to take. It's always coming right back to step number one. Because you deal with so many things and you deal with so many um, perspectives. And I personally love when I meet a new perspective and I'm able to either change their mind or they're able to change mine. Because I feel like you learn a lot from the people that don't agree with you. Because then once you see why they think a certain way, either you understand, okay, so he doesn't believe in this because in his mind everything's very logical so it does not make sense right or vice versa 
oh, I understand where she's coming from because she has had all those experiences and I haven't had no supernatural experiences. So, of course, in her world, the spirituality is a big thing, you know, because like, like I said, growing up, I had to suppress who I was. Growing up, I had to be like, no, that's not... um that's not acceptable. Therefore, I can't tell someone I'm seeing a, a spirit. And now that I am opening up myself to my authentic self, I, I have found that there's a lot more people that are like me that were also being suppressed because of the same thing. It was a lot of people that I went to high school that are not like being very spiritual, you know. So being suppressed is, is hard. Being suppressed is as a child, as a grown-up, as any stages of our lives. And like I said, eventually it leads into the suppressions that you had in your past lives. And that's going to be a whole different episode. I promise you guys I'm going to do an episode on past lives because I think that a lot of the things or a lot of the personality that we are now have a lot to do with our past lives as well. Kate, do you have anything else to say, babe? No, I, I just really want to agree with everything that you said. It, everything happens in your life because obviously from your past, you have to learn. It's like a, a way that you are rebirthed into this world. You you bring all the mistakes that you didn't get to finish or fulfill in the past life and you have to bring them now in your current one and try to see how much you got done in this one before you ended and, you know, it gets passed on to to the next to the next life. It, it's something that is never ending. We're always going to keep on working on ourselves. We're always going to keep on looking for the the inner issues that we have, and it's it's always going to be um, something that's going to be for the better. Because I know shadow work is very scary for other, a lot of people that you know you might not feel you might not feel um, courageous enough to attempt it because it is it is a stressful thing to go through. It is something very very emotional emotionally damaging for yourself but in order to get through the dark time I mean in order to get to the light you have to go through the darkness first so it's very important that you really assess the situation and also try to just become better because if you don't then you're just going to keep on being um the same and doing the same mistakes all over again so what I would recommend for everyone to do is one, obviously look up Earl Young's model of Psyche in order for you guys to understand um, a little bit of what we were talking about, where he breaks down the ego and the shadow self, the conscious and non-conscious and the works on shamanism, where they are able to help you with your body aches that have to do with the trauma that you're dealing with. And I also recommend that you guys look into yourselves. Dig into yourselves. There's no one that could guide you better than yourself. And if you need a mentor, look for mentors. Always try to look for someone who is either certified or has some sort of um, experience that could back up their work. Because last thing you want to deal with is someone who is scamming people and you don't get nowhere. So make sure that the person that you are doing whatever work with is is genuine to you and is in the best interest for yourself. So 
The best way that you could do this is by journaling and or looking into your chakras. That's one of the easiest ways. I could also recommend you guys look into going through a psychiatrist if this is something that you feel like it's it's harder to do. Um, being able to find things about yourself and your mind and your emotions is a beautiful thing no matter what you do. If you go through a psychiatrist, you follow the science or you do your spirituality, the point is for you to be happy. And with that being said, thank you so much, Kay, for joining me on this episode. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you guys work on yourselves. And till next time, thank you.